Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. If you would have told me two years ago, three years ago, that I would be in the middle of a political movement, I would have said, put down Hunter's crack pipe. Right now. Right now. I can't afford the groceries. I can't afford your gas. It's Biden inflation across the nation. 81 million votes my ass. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. 81 million votes, my ass. They'll bleep me for that one, but oh, well, I'll take the risk. Sponsored by Wig Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Well, my next guest, Carrie Lake, is the author of the new book, Unafraid, Just Getting Started. She is an unmatched champion for the America First movement. In other words, the left can't stand her. She is the daughter of a teacher and a nurse. Carrie grew up in Iowa alongside her eight siblings, where she learned the value of a hard day's work. Fascinated with people's stories, she pursued a career in the news industry where she would become a symbol of truth in journalism, something that's sorely lacking these days. After a highly successful 27 years in media, in 2022, she ran for governor of Arizona with the endorsement of President Trump on a platform of putting America first. And we are thrilled to have her with us this evening. Carrie, it's a pleasure to have you on the show Thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, it's so good to be with you, John. And, and hello, Wichita. I hope everyone's doing great and enjoying their summer. And I've got a perfect summer book read for you, and you're going to love it. It's a great um, it's a great page turner. I ordered mine. I got the excerpt that uh, you guys emailed to me. I went ahead, turned around, and ordered one. So thank you. The book is called Unafraid, Just Getting Started. It's available on Amazon. It's also available on your website. I uh, I ordered my copy. And, you know, I got to tell you, it just from the excerpt that I've read and the little snippets that I've been able to find online, it's got the content that you would expect from folks who followed you, who followed your campaign for governor. The book seems like if they loved you as a candidate, they'll love your book. 
Well, honest to goodness, even if people didn't vote for me or thought, you know, if, if they believed what the fake news said about me, which was yeah. 100% negative coverage, I really believe if you read this book, if you are a liberal Democrat and you read this book, I think there's going to be some things that make you really ponder what the the hardcore left has been pushing on our country. And listen, you know, I know there are a lot of Democrats out there who kind of consider themselves old school Democrats. And they, they're wondering why some of these policies are being pushed because they see the destruction in our cities that are run by Democrats right now. The Democrat Party of yesteryear is gone. It's been taken over by really radicals. And so I think if you read this book and you read some of the policy and, and you know where I came from, I think it will make you realize that you've been lied to quite a bit by the media because they're trying to tear down anybody who wants to save this country. And they want people in office that they can control that they can buy, that they can bribe. And um, with someone like me, you're not going to get that. I, I got into politics reluctantly after the people of Arizona asked me to run. And I am uh, representing the people. I am the boss. My boss is the people of Arizona. You know, you're, you're absolutely right. And it reminds me of that famous quote from Winston Churchill, who said, you have enemies, good. That means you've stood for something at some point in your life. And I think there is something uh, to be said for that fact that you know, your politicians in particular are judged by the enemies that they amass. And, you know, there, there's just so many things that you can point to in this. Uh, conversely, if we look at Joe Biden, for example, you know, in his uh, campaign. He ran as someone who was going to be the, the great uniter. But then we look at how he is governed and you look at, at his speeches. I mean, think back on that red and black speech where he spent so much time Ugh. demonizing, quote unquote, MAGA extremists and attacks on, on folks like me who refused to get the COVID vaccine. I mean, the president clearly doesn't seem to care about any of those of us who didn't vote for him, you know? Well, and you see it in the in the DOJ being weaponized yes. and going after Trump. They're going after me. You know, here I am fighting for election integrity because we had the most egregious case of stolen election, not only in 2020 with President Trump, but a rigged election, a stolen victory from the people of Arizona in 2022. And I am speaking out and I'm showing evidence of what happened. And now they're trying to censor me. The government official is suing me using a bunch of Soros funded attorneys to sue me to get me to stop showing what they've done with our elections. You know, there's so many issues that our country's facing, even more now that Joe Biden has been destroying this nation. And we can never solve those if we don't solve the problem with these elections that are run like they're run in banana republics. We've got to reform our elections. I want every Democrat vote to count, one legal vote per legal voter. I want every Republican's vote to count. And I want every independent, one legal vote per legal voter. But if we do not reform our elections, it's going to be really uh, a lost cause our country will be. It is the issue we need to really focus on right now. Hey, listen, I can live with whatever the voters choose, but what I can't live with are elections where they sabotage election day, roll out intentionally equipment that doesn't work, place it in Republican areas where Republicans are voting, um, and throw in hundreds of thousands of ballots with no chain of custody. That kind of stuff I can't live with. And even if uh, the Republicans were doing it and, and trying to give the advantage to uh, Republican candidates, I would not be okay with that. 
Well, and, you know, we have certain states, I think, where it's more problematic than others. Obviously, we had issues in Pennsylvania. And again, looking at Arizona, I mean, just I saw something that you tweeted out. By the way, I highly recommend I follow you on Twitter. I recommend that folks, if they're interested, they should follow you on Twitter. You're at Carrie Lake. But I saw you tweeted out a a story about Maricopa County that is still refusing to divulge the names of individuals who were paid with taxpayer money to verify signatures in the 2022 election. I mean, look, it's taxpayer money. You would think there would be some accountability and transparency. And yet Maricopa County, this is a problem we have with that county every election cycle. I know. And and, and Arizonans are embarrassed about it. We're, We're tired of it. And every single bit of data and information we've gotten in our case to show how corrupt our elections are, we've had to fight and sue to get. It's information that we, the people, own. They put on this facade, and they put the cameras down there at Maricopa County where they count the votes, and they make you think that it's transparent and look at, we've got the cameras up, we have observers. And then we learned that 99 people were verifying signatures with no, they had the ability to do it with no observers behind closed doors. They could be sitting at home in their underwear approving signatures, and no one's watching. Thankfully, I don't really want to see somebody no. sitting home in their underwear. <laughs> but, you know, this is this is just a facade to make us think that our elections are run well. They're not. They're not. What happened on Election Day was, was such a crime against the people, against the voters and citizens of Arizona. When they showed up to vote, 75 percent of them or more were voting for me. They showed up to vote first thing in the morning, and immediately the lines were long. There were three and four, five, even six-hour lines were reported. The machines were not working. We found out that they did testing over three days uh, secretly with no observers and opened up the machines and installed new, new software. And news machines were going to break down and rolled those broken-down machines out on Election Day. They wanted the machines to break down. Because they wanted there to be complete chaos on Election Day, where half the votes were rejected, spit out. About a quarter of a million votes on Election Day were spit out, rejected. Printing the wrong image on the ballot, we can't continue as a country if we run elections this way. So that's why it's a priority. I talk a little bit about that in the book, but I talk about a lot more. I I kind of joke this is a little bit memoir, a little bit political intrigue, a little bit history, a little bit faith. And um, a little bit true crime story all rolled into one. It's a page turner. Everyone who has reached out to me who bought the book, who, you know, calls me or texts me, said I could not put that book down. From the foreword written by President Trump, which is really beautifully written and, and so kind, to the first sentence of the prologue, you will be hooked on this book. We're talking with Carrie Lake, author of the new book, Unafraid, just getting started. Since you mentioned it, I, I saw again on your Twitter feed, I saw that a recent book launch, you, t- you tweeted out, such an honor to have the 45th and 47th president of the United States at your book launch, uh, not mincing words about who you're supporting in 2024. Oh, I've been supporting him since before he announced he was running. He's the only person who can get us out of the mess we're in. Right now, we have three choices. We have the choice of being running full speed off the edge of a cliff into communism and globalism with Joe Biden. We have the option of running at a uh, fast clip off the edge of a cliff toward communism and globalism with these other people who are running 
on the Republican ticket. You know, the Repu- there are a lot of Republicans who are not for putting America first. There is a uniparty, which has uh, people who are Democrats and Republicans. They like the status quo. They're the ones who constantly march us into endless wars. And unfortunately, some of the other people running are part of that uniparty. We have to break out of that system. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for we the people. The government belongs to we the people. And that other system takes the power away from the people. Our founders... 247 years ago, when they set up this great nation, set it up for the people to have the power. And that's what we get with America First policies. Unfortunately, the fake news media working in conjunction with the swamp has been on an eight-year smear campaign to try to bring down President Trump because they know that once he gets into power, he's going to leave no stone unturned. He's going to reveal the corruption, take care of the corruption, and bring our government back so, it, so uh, as I said, the people are in charge and not the federal government. Are you at all concerned? And I'm, I'm 100% in his corner. And if you, by the way, if you haven't seen his Agenda 47, you need to go to his website and take a look at it. These policies are transformative. I've never seen anything like it. It's going to be uh, policies that quickly get us back on track. And they're policies that will benefit not just Republican Americans, independents. Democrats, people who don't even want to affiliate with the party. These are policies that will get us back on track and restore us to our greatness. Are you at all concerned? Because I get frustrated. We have have guests on the show or callers who will call in and they'll say, and and for the record, I supported Donald Trump, uh, voted for him twice, was a delegate to the convention for him. And if he's our nominee, I will vote for him again. And I get folks who will call in occasionally and say, you know, I'm going to vote Republican, but I don't want to vote for Trump. And it frustrates me when they say that because we have to support our Republican nominee, regardless who it is, because if we don't, we just get four more years of sleepy, creepy Joe Biden. And this is the problem I think Republicans have so often is we don't unite around our general election nominees because of a personality conflict. Well, I think if if I am a big believer that anybody who doesn't like President Trump has been the victim of this mass campaign to tear him down because the people behind that campaign want to keep the swamp intact. And if you don't, I mean, before President Trump ran for office, he was universally loved. The entertainment world, the sports world, the political world, um, you name it, everyday average Americans, they they loved him. They They really saw that he was the epitome of the American dream. The success story. And then he runs and they realize, oh, my goodness, we can't control this guy. We can't bribe him. We can't buy him. We can't blackmail him. And they've literally thrown everything but the kitchen sink. Actually, they've thrown the kitchen sink at him as well. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been lies. I mean, look at the uh, Russia gate. That was a big lie um, perpetrated by the DNC and Hillary Clinton. Uniparty uh, member John McCain is the one who marched that dossier over to the FBI and started a three-year division campaign to try to tear our country down and turn them on President Trump. And so we need to really get honest with what's been going on. This is the one guy who's actually risking everything, standing up to fight for us in this country. I don't know anybody who's lost more in politics and uh, more treasure. He worked for four years. He never accepted a, uh, a paycheck. He's lost money in, in it, but I think he realizes, like I do, what good is a paycheck? What good is your benefit plan? What good is a 401k, a pension, if we don't have a country with our freedoms and liberty intact to enjoy that? 
to enjoy the fruits of our labor. And so I would just encourage everyone to take a look at the policies, realize what the media has been up to, and see that he's standing there in the gap to prevent us from going and becoming a globalist communist nation and keep us a nation where we have our constitution, where we have our American liberties intact. Carrie, again, the book is called Unafraid, Just Getting Started. Can you tell us a little bit about it? And more importantly, are you going to tease your next plans, your plans for the future? A lot of speculation about what you're going to do, particularly in 2024. Well, the book talks about how I went from growing up in the Midwest in uh, rural Iowa, the youngest of nine, where we had to work for literally everything. I mean, literally everything. We were, we were. when I look back and think of it, I think we were pretty much dirt poor, but nobody ever told us that. We just thought you had to work for everything. And I'm glad I have that Midwest work ethic, that big family work ethic. It enabled me to put myself and pay my way through college, working um, as many jobs as I could, and create a beautiful life for myself with a dream job, only to discover my dream job as a broadcast journalist and news anchor um, became kind of a nightmare when I realized the entire industry had become propaganda. Mm -hmm. And I walked away from the seven-figure contract. And um, I just said, God, please have my back. I know this is the right thing to do. And I ended up being recruited by the wonderful people in Arizona to run for office. It details how I ended up in the middle of the um, political world, leading a political movement at such a critical, crucial time in our history. And I think what it shows is that God has given us all um, skills and talents that are needed right now to save our country. And then no matter where you're from, where you uh, where you think you're going, we can all step forward and do something to help right now. And it also is a very positive book. You know, the same the same God that put those 56 men who signed the Declaration of Independence 247 years ago there at that moment in history has placed us here at this moment, and it is going to be our generation that saves this country. So I think there's a, it's very hopeful. It talks about uh, where we're going, how we make sure we continue to keep the America First movement going, uh, even beyond this generation. And there's a lot of surprise stories in there. I throw a few punches. <laughs> where That does there. not surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> yes. And I talk about the news media and, and how the fake news, what happens on the inside and how I, I turned it and used it to my benefit in politics. Um, any tease about what you're because I know there are a lot of us who regret that you're not the governor of Arizona, but, you know, there's a lot of speculation that you could be a vice presidential candidate or what does your future any any inclination what your political plans are going forward? Well, you know what? I've got a lot of options right now. I am um, not going to drop our case. We're appealing our election case. And we believe we have the truth on our side there. So we're continuing to work that. And, you know, we're going to have to fight in the legal system. It's not fun. And they're throwing everything they can at us. But we'll continue to work that. And I am contemplating a run for Senate. We have a seat that's going to be up in um, 24. And that's something I'm considering. But I haven't made any um, decision on that yet. That's the Kirsten Cinema seat, correct? Absolutely, yeah. Mm, that would that would be entertaining, and and I guarantee you, the last person she wants to see across the debate stage is you. 
Carrie, if folks want to get in touch with you, if they want to follow you, they can find you again on Twitter at Carrie Lake. If they want to buy yep. the book, it's CarrieLake.com or on Amazon, correct? Amazon, you can go to Barnes & Noble. I think it's in Walmart. You know, wherever you buy books, you can find it. If you want to help with our legal fight, you can go to CarrieLake.com and learn more about that as well. We have to fight this in the courts. We have the best election case out there. We're going to win this in the court, and when this case cracks open and we finally get the courage that uh, of a judge that has the courage to do the right thing, I believe we will start to see election reform so that every voter, Democrat, Independent, and Republican, can go to the polls knowing that the system is secure, transparent, fair, and honest. And that's all we want. I think every... Every Democrat should want that. I know Republicans want that, and every Independent as well. Well, Carrie, God bless you. Thank you again for joining us this evening, and, and carry on the fight, my friends. We wish you the best of luck. Thank you, and God bless you, and Wichita, John, and, and thanks for having me. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. What it is, this is Cyrus from Fox News, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show. It's time to celebrate independence and kick your summer off with a bang with a new Ford from Rusty Eck Ford. We're going to help you celebrate with savings of $1,000 off MSRP of any new Ford car, truck, or SUV in stock. That gives you a total savings up to $9,900 off MSRP. Or buy your new Ford from Rusty Eck Ford with financing as low as 0% APR. With a great selection, big discounts, and low financing offers, buying your new Ford has never been easier at Rusty Eck Ford. Save big with discounts of $1,000 off MSRP of any new Ford in stock. Financing as low as 0% APR or total savings up to $9,900 off MSRP. Only at Rusty Eck Ford. Experience the real difference today at Rusty Eck Ford and RustyEckFord.com. Plus tax and fees. Discount off new Fords in stock. Excuse Bronco. Buck E23C083. MSRP 77990. 1000 discount plus 8900 rebate. Sale price 68090. 0% APR financing for 36 months. Has select models upon Ford credit approval. Payment of 2778 per month for 1000 finance. Offers cannot be combined. Expire 731. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Water sports are a great summer activity and can be eco-friendly too. Avoid activities like jet skiing or water skiing, opting for activities like kayaking or paddle boarding instead. Swimming, snorkeling, and diving are great activities too and have virtually no impact on the environment. And use sunscreen labeled Reef Safe to help protect marine wildlife. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? The Kia Summer Sales Event is upon us at Midwest Kia. Each month this summer, we'll announce huge dealer discounts on select models, giving you a chance to trade out your competitive make for a brand new Kia from Midwest Kia. In July, see why the rugged good looks of the all-new 2023 Kia Sorento will make your neighbors envious. Ready to upgrade your Toyota Highlander, Honda Pilot, Ford Explorer, or Chevy Traverse? Trade it in towards the purchase of any new Sorento and get a $2,000 discount. No matter the year, no matter the miles, your competitive trade saves you $2,000 instantly. At Midwest Kia, you'll find inventory in stock and available today with fair pricing that is never over msrp and no fine print and gotcha tricks that require the fast talk disclaimer at the end of this ad it's a better way to buy that is simple transparent and fast trade in that old suv and upgrade to a new 2023 kia sorrento today and get a two thousand dollar dealer discount only at midwest kia all new kias come with an industry leading 10-year 100,000 mile limited powertrain warranty visit midwest kia or midwestkia.com and remember we want to see you in a midwest kia Limited power and warranty balance until July 31st. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Well, the old white train costs a lot to ride. You sold your heart and even your pride. hilarious welcome back to the john whitmer show on 98 7 and 1330 knss johnny paycheck stay away from the cocaine train that's our new hunter biden theme song <laughs> sponsored by wig hartman and the hartman group of companies <laughs> Oh, you can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. <laughs> the Cocaine Trade. <laughs> And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Give us a call. Studio lines are open 316-869-1330. But it wasn't Hunter. It wasn't Hunter's cocaine. It was it was some tourist who happened to be taking the White House tour and left it just outside the White House secure situation room. Yeah, because that's likely to happen. <laughs> oh, you just can't make this stuff up, folks. I'm telling you. Oh, Johnny Paycheck and a cocaine trade. Yep, that's the new Hunter Biden theme song. We'll take a quick break, pay a few bills, and when we return, Jay Richards from the Heritage Foundation will try and explain 
why a 12-year-old from Massachusetts was sent home from school for wearing a T-shirt declaring there are only two genders. I thought these were the uh, Trust the Science folks. Studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. You're listening to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, the cocaine train. Brought to you by Rusty Eck Ford. A quiet night is slated for the area. Clear skies and lower 60s, a light southeast breeze. On Monday, back to work and back to a little warmer weather across the area. Upper 80s with sunny skies. Storm chances on the increase late Monday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. Fox News, I'm Roger Stern. President Biden arrived in Europe, his first stop, England. Then it's on to a NATO meeting in Lithuania, where the president may get pushback for his decision to send controversial cluster bombs to Ukraine. President Biden telling CNN's Fareed Zakaria GPS the decision was not easy. This is a war relating to munitions and uh, the running out of those that ammunition, and we're low on it. On his way to Europe, President Biden spoke by phone with Turkey's president about who should join NATO. Turkish President Erdogan's been blocking Sweden's entry into NATO, saying the Swedes have been harboring terrorists. President Biden let Erdogan know he wants to welcome Sweden into NATO as soon as possible. Fox's Jill NATO. America is listening to Fox News. This is the Sean Hannity Show. When these six witnesses come forward and they corroborate David Weiss did not have the authority, which would then prove that that make a very strong prima facie case at a minimum that the attorney general lied and perjured himself, that would mean it's time for impeaching the attorney general Merrick Garland. That's the first person that I would impeach. The first one. Sean Hannity. Afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Equal justice under the law is dead. Uh, we have equal application of our laws is dead. We have an abusively corrupt and biased FBI that has been politicized and weaponized and a DOJ that has been that is corrupt, abusively biased and politicized and weaponized. Republicans need to clean house and start over. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. This is why Republicans better get their act together. They have the power of the purse, and if they want to restore the FBI to its former greatness, which has long been gone as they now influence one presidential election after another, they better use the power of that purse to, now to restructure and rebuild that organization from the ground up. It is, it is corrupt through and through, and the double standard reeks to high heaven. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. I think there is a large part of the Democratic base that passionately wants Biden out of the way. They're just afraid to say it publicly. They don't want Kamala. They don't view her as the answer. 
She's not the she's not the solution, and they want somebody else to run. I think that person is California Governor Gavin Newsom. Sean Hannity, afternoons at two on ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. Did you know that now you can listen to all your favorite stations, including KNSS radio shows and even podcasts, all on the Odyssey app? Download it now. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Andrew, you're going to get me in trouble. I always get in trouble when we play this song. <laughs> Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the li- his show updates. Uh, little Aerosmith. Dude looks like a lady. Uh, appropriate for this next guest, for sure, for this topic. So earlier this year, Liam Morrison, a 12-year-old from Massachusetts, was sent home from school for wearing a T-shirt declaring in all capital letters, quote, there are only two genders. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Trust the science. But the reason... Liam was told that his shirt made other students feel, quote-unquote, unsafe. Several months later, a federal trial judge ruled that the school likely was within its rights to send him home. Uh, You can't make this stuff up, folks. You really can't. With us now to discuss the case and the left's bizarre fascination with gender identity is Jay Richards. He is the director of the DeVos Center for Life religion and family, and the William E. Simon Senior Research Fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Jay, it's a pleasure to have you on the show this evening. Thanks for joining us, my friend. (laughs) Great to be with you. Yeah, that bumper music was spot on. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, sometimes you just, I mean, you can't make this stuff up, and it's, frankly, it's hard to see how exactly a simple wearing a t-shirt doesn't fit within the framework of basic free speech rights. And yet here you have a judge saying that, yep, the school has the right to kick the kid out because he's got a t-shirt that says there are only two genders on it. I Explain this one to me. Well, of course, you know, so there always, the courts will often let uh, uh, public schools in particular with, you know, K through 12, uh, limit the types of expressions that kids can have. So that's the kind of caveat. What's funny about this is that you would think the expression in question would be utterly uncontroversial. Right. Now, I wish the T-shirt had actually said there are only two sexes because, unfortunately, the word gender has come uh, by uh, sort of linguistic engineering to refer to something different than sex, to refer to this so-called gender identity, this internal sense of gender. But, of course, most people, when they read that, think, okay, he's saying there are only boys and girls. That's the claim. Um, Of course, that's 
perfectly consistent with mammalian biology, which applies to human beings that I pr presume kids mostly learn about their sophomore year in high school, but also directly contradicts the claims of gender ideology, which now unfortunately occupies most of our prominent institutions and especially, unfortunately, our educational institutions. And so he was essentially committing a, a doctrinal error. He was committing a heresy of this new ascendant public uh, religion that we have, unfortunately, in this country. No, you're you're absolutely right. I think that that you know it's not about the T-shirt. It's about a public school telling a seventh grader that he isn't allowed to hold a view that differs from the school's orthodoxy. And and frankly, public school officials you know can't censor his freedom of speech by forcing him to remove a shirt that states a scientific fact. And yet here we have another case where they've been doing that. And and. I think, and tell me if I'm wrong here, Jay, but this sure. is indicative of the whole gender ideology debate that we're having in this country right now that leads people to think that, you know, if a young girl, for example, feels anguish over her body and you know, doctors and others should therefore help her adjust to her body, instead, they want to change things. They want, okay, we have to change the name and the mm -hmm. bathroom and the pronouns. And then, of course, we all have to then accept her new perceived gender identity instead of helping her just accept the changes in her body. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, this is what, it, because this is so crazy, I think ordinary people that don't study it think it, they must be saying something else. They can't be saying something this crazy. But in fact, this is what gender ideology says. It says, okay, we thought that we were sexed beings, that it's actually true that there are males and females uh, in the human population. Gender ideology says, no, uh, that category sex, they won't even use that term. What they say is that what we really are is this internal sense of gender, where there's <laughs> sort of gendered souls, these disembodied selves. And the way you find this out about people is you just sort of ask them what their gender identity is. And if their gender identity is incongruent with their so-called sex assigned at birth, uh, then the way you fix people that have discomfort because of this, as you said, you change the names, you change the pronouns, you change the social setting, you change the hormones, and you change the body to conform to this internal sense of gender, which is just completely backwards. But it, of course, makes perfect sense within the hall of mirrors that is gender ideology. It's just so far removed from basic common sense and, frankly, from basic science that I think people have a hard time believing it's as radical as it is. But it really is just as crazy as it sounds. But it's not crazy in the sense that only a few eccentrics believe it. Because, look, every medical major medical organization in this country and both major teachers' unions are fully in support of this ideology, and they want to jam it down kids' throats. And that's how crazy this is, the way it has become so accepted amongst the mainstream. We're, we're talking with Jay Richards, the director of the DeVos Center for Life, Religion, and Family. And, Jay, if you... If you do, and just basically in, in preparation for this conversation, I just did a simple mm -hmm. Google search and asked how many genders are there in 2023. Right. That was the simple question. Yeah. The first answer that I got was 57. Another list said okay. there were 112. And, yeah. I mean, this is, first off, that's nonsense. But if you look at it, there's <laughs> so many things like uh, gender variant. There were 25 versions mm -hmm. of trans there's something called yep. two-spirit, astrogender, blur gender, biogender, cloud gender, whatever that is, color gender, right. omnigender. I mean, I mean, Jay, I could go on. There are over 100 oh, more, but it, it's so ridiculous. And yet 
here's the thing. The rest of us are expected to not only take these things seriously, but if we don't, then we are the ones who are called bigots. That's what I find amusing about this whole thing. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's the truly menacing part of this. So it's one thing if a school is sort of draconian about what shirts kids can't wear. But what's even much more concerning is compelled speech, because, of course, what what, what happens and this is happening right now around the country when you have a teacher, a male teacher, for instance, that claims to be, I don't know, let's say non-binary or uh, to be a woman. Um, and the kids know that this is not true. Are the kids now going to be compelled to say things that they know are false. That is absolutely unacceptable. So the children have to essentially participate in this imaginary thought world of the teacher or be declared a bigot, be accused of misgendering the teacher. That's absolutely where this is going. And in fact, that's already happening in schools. And so while in some ways, as we sort of laugh about the t-shirt situation, that's deadly serious if schools are going to start forcing children to say things that they and everyone else knows to be false. And unfortunately, that's what gender ideology over and over again requires that people do. Yes, and and you're right about this becoming, uh, I think it's almost a religion for many because, mm-hmm. if and don't get me wrong, I don't care if you want to call yourself color gender or non-binary, you call yourself a zucchini <laughs> right. as far as I'm concerned, but don't expect me to recognize you as such. But this gender ideology has become such a religion for some. I mean, there's a, a story now that just came out this week about a University of Cincinnati student whose teacher was reprimanded after giving mm-hmm. the student a zero on a written project after the student used the term biological woman. As if, I mean, you've got wow. Supreme Court justices that can't define what a woman is, and yet many on the left think there's no problem with that. That That's what I don't understand here. This is the, the same people who said for two years, trust the science, and now they're they're running away from science. No, absolutely. I mean, that's what's so bizarre about this. That's, I, I emphasize this over and over again, is that gender ideology cannot countenance, cannot accommodate the most rudimentary facts of science, of biology. I mean, one of the most basic deliverances of biology is that mammals have a particular reproductive strategy that's binary. It's binary because there are two gametes. There are the ova, which are the large, relatively immobile gametes, and there are sperm, the small, relatively mobile gametes. And then you've got body systems that sort of correspond to those two gametes. There's no third or fourth gamete. There's no transition gamete. There are two of them, and you need one of each in order to reproduce after your kind, whatever your kind happens to be. That's true in humans. It's true in every mammal. It's true uh, largely across the animal kingdom. That's what sex is. Nobody's discovered a third one. The fact that there are various <laughs> chromosomal anomalies, that doesn't, that doesn't create a new, new, new gamete. So this is well understood. That's what's so bizarre about this. And the, the last time something this bizarre happened was in the Soviet Union with the Sinkoism, in which the official ideology simply wasn't compatible with the basic facts of biology. And so they had to bend the facts of biology. In that case, it led to massive famine. I can only imagine what it's going to lead to here. It's something we absolutely have to fight tooth and nail. This is the craziest thing 
probably that's happened in our country for 100 years, certainly since the, the eugenics craze of 100 years ago. Yeah, crazy is the right term for this, Jay. It, it is, and yet it, it's so becoming mainstream that it, it's really unfathomable. If folks want to find out more, if they want to follow you, I follow you on Twitter. You're at Dr. Jay Richards. And, of course, if they want to read more of what you've written, they can find links to that at heritage.org, correct? Absolutely. Either of those, if you want yeah, the longer form stuff at heritage.org, if you want thoughts by the minute, it's certainly at Dr. Jay Richards. Jay, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you again for joining us this evening and uh, carry on the fight, my friend. Great to be with you. We'll take a quick break and then I want to hear from you. Our studio lines are open 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Better look in that closet. Make sure you don't have any, uh, there are only two genders t-shirts. Lord knows what USD 259 would do to you. <laughs> oh, boy. We'll be back right after this. Be a part of a winning team at Crosswinds Casino. We are currently hiring full and part-time positions. So if you're 21 years of age or older, visit us online now to view current openings and apply. CrosswindsCasino.com. That's CrosswindsCasino.com. The Kia Summer Sales Event is upon us at Midwest Kia. Each month this summer, we'll announce huge dealer discounts on select models, giving you a chance to trade out your competitive make for a brand-new Kia from Midwest Kia. In July, see why the rugged good looks of the all-new 2023 Kia Sorento will make your neighbors envious. Ready to upgrade your Toyota Highlander, Honda Pilot, at Ford Explorer or Chevy Traverse, trade it in towards the purchase of any new Sorento and get a $2,000 discount. No matter the year, no matter the miles, your competitive trade saves you $2,000 instantly. At Midwest Kia, you'll find inventory in stock and available today with fair pricing that is never over MSRP and no fine print and gotcha tricks that require the fast talk disclaimer at the end of this ad. It's a better way to buy that is simple, transparent, and fast. Trade in that old SUV and upgrade to a new 2023 Kia Sorento today and get a $2,000 dealer discount only at Midwest Kia. All new Kias come with an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. Visit Midwest Kia or MidwestKia.com. And remember, want to see you in a Midwest Kia. Limited powertrain warranty balance July 31st. This is the Sean Hannity Show. It's, you know, it, it's not just pay-to-play. It's not just influence peddling what, they're, what the 1023 form is saying. It's not, it's not what the IRS agents are saying. You know, and a cover-up the likes of which this country's never seen before. This is the cor- most corrupt president we've ever had. And I, I don't think they're going to escape it right now. That's my feeling today based on everything that's now coming out. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I called Benjamin Netanyahu. He was in uh, the United States, and I had to call his uh, hotel room and and use a code name. When I saw the code name, I thought it was ridiculous. So I called the hotel, and I said, John Smith, please. Hello. And I said, "Uh, Prime Minister, how are you? I'm doing fine. And I said, John Smith? Really? I I was hoping for something a little more clever. And he said, in my country, it is very clever. The Glenn Beck Program, mornings from 9 until 11 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. One high school teacher in California threatened to punish students who protested a pride video in a math class. Why are we showing pride videos in math class? I mean, are we using some type of... Uh, algebraic equation to determine, you know, how many, you know, people are pride in the picture. I mean, is that what it is? 
How about we teach our kids the basics, the fundamentals? Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news by downloading the Odyssey app or telling Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show that's how most people find out who our guests are going to be, is to follow that John Whitmer Show Facebook page. Keep an eye on it. We have some more big guests coming in the near future. I, I can't tell you who. I try to you know, give you about a week's notice. but So t- keep in mind, check that John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter. I like to give you as much advance notice, but I can tell you we're working on some guests, including I will let you know that we have some presidential candidates who we will be likely having on the show here in the next few weeks and months. So we're going to have some fun. Going to definitely have some fun. Looking forward to it. Terry, thank you for sticking around. You're on the John Whitmer Show. Appreciate you, uh, your patience bearing with us as we've had a busy show tonight. Thanks for sticking around. Thank you. Uh, John, I just had a question, and maybe I didn't hear this right. It wasn't from you. But was there some statement that you heard in the last month or so from Ray Seth, the lady that's running for mayor, and there was something about she was concerned about not being able to to actually pay. I thought she said for the scoreboard at the you know the new baseball stadium here in Wichita, but something about the way it was supposed to be allocated money to be paid for, and she was concerned that we were going to be in financial bind on it. I just wondered if did I get that right, or did you heard anything from yes. her specifically? I think what you're referring to is when we had Celeste on this show, uh, mm-hmm. we, we she actually hung around for an additional segment, and oh, and okay. and so we got to talking with her, and she explained that. The way, and I don't know exactly what kind of bonds or the financing, rather, that was used on the construction of that requires a certain amount of payments at a certain period of time. I don't know if it was regarding to the the scoreboard or just the stadium in general. But the gist Mm. of what she was saying was that those payments are going to start coming due and that Mm. the city is not, basically, they're not ready to make those payments, that there's... They haven't had the revenue that they were. We all know that the the team isn't making the money they were hoping for. They haven't, in addition, they haven't done the ancillary projects. You know, they were hoping to build uh, some additional office space. They were hoping for all these other secondary and and tertiary projects that that they were supposed to do. Those haven't come to fruition. So 
additional revenue that the city was hoping to make off that ballpark hasn't come to pass yet. And so the point that she was trying to make is we are having to make these interest payments now and principal payments, Mm. and, well, frankly, we're not ready. And so her contention is that even though some, Mayor Whipple in particular, are claiming that the city is not facing a budget shortfall, that we are facing a significant budget shortfall. I serve on the city of Wichita District 4 uh, District Advisory Board. We have another DAB meeting actually tomorrow night. And I will be bringing this up again because we the last DAB meeting I was able to attend, they brought up the budget. I'm curious if we're going to get an update on it. Because last time they said that budget deficit was upwards of $25 million. Now, we'll see if that's true. I've heard some revenue numbers that are coming in saying it's not as bad. But the bottom line is all we keep seeing out of the city is spend, spend, spend. And I've, I've really yet to hear anybody, the politicians running, say they wanna, they're want they willing to cut. But the city's not saying that. The city just keeps talking about spending. And Celeste's point is that, you know, this money is going to come due. Now, that being said, I don't know if she's the right, the best candidate. Uh, I don't know how she's certainly mm-hmm. fiscally conservative. I don't know where she is. You'd have to listen to the interview. I'm trying not to take a stand on the mayor's race. When it comes to fiscal conservative, she's certainly fiscally conservative. On most of the other issues, she's definitely left of center. We'll just put it that way. But none of the other candidates will talk about it so far. Um, Brian Fry said that he absolutely would not raise taxes. Uh, Lily Wu has said the same thing. Most of them have committed to not raising taxes. Uh, both Fry and Lily Wu have said that the you know that they support finding ways to cut. Um, now it's easy to say that. I mean, I was in a legislative body. I know how tough this is when you are then faced with a twenty-five million dollar budget shortfall. What, what are you going to cut? You cut cops. You're gonna cut. You know that's when it, the rubber meets the road. Um, it, it's awful hard when that's that. That'll be the and you know these are good questions. The next time there's a forum for you to ask these candidates personally, um, where do you stand? What would you be willing to cut? Is is there nothing that's sacred? Is anything on the table? Uh, because that's really the key question. And you know, for me, when I was in the legislative legislative body. Nothing was off the table because you can't have that mindset. You have to be willing to say, I'm willing to cut anywhere there are inefficiencies. That's the Will key. there be a debate? I uh, don't know. We've had a lot of forums. We have had a number of the Central County Republican Party. There have been a number of forums. I don't know if you'll get another one before the primary. It's less than a month. So I will have them all on the show again. We're going to have Fry and Wu here in a couple weeks. So they will both be back on the show here in two weeks. So. Tune in, my friend. We'll we'll keep listening. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate it. In the meantime, carry on, fellow deplorables. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.